this podcast. Welcome yeah. to uh, episode 123 of the Bite Me podcast, where we talk about video games and sometimes movies and sometimes food and sometimes uh, noises in the bathroom. Then people are on their phone. But noises. <laughs> Only but sometimes noises in the bathroom, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, my name is Adam West. I am Cliff Johnson. The Dylan. I heard way too many butt noises in the bathroom today. I'm sure you did. <laughs> One of them, I don't even know how that came out of a butt. <laughs> to be honest. You don't want to know. Like, I feel people actively are trying to push these noises out of their butt because there's no reason that your butt ever needs to make that noise. Like, that's not a natural occurring noise. It is something that happens when you are putting way too much effort into something. I'm like, why is my phone over there? Oh. Uh, yeah, um... You don't need to force. No, that's how... That's... Well, I mean, this is not the kind of podcast we need to get into that on. Um, because no. I could tell you what happened. That's a poop cast, and that's not <laughs> what we're doing, so... It's no. Different. different. Um, still, it's sometimes kind of crappy. Ayo! Um... <clears throat> Anyway, so Cliff is at home today because his mom is in town. That is right. He had to pick her up from the airport, and you've got this whole family thing. Family thing. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. Uh, so Cliff, if you notice, he sounds a little different. Probably not much. Still loud. Um, he's recording from home. We're trying this thing. It's a thing. I like it. I do too. And you're streaming us on Mixer. You think? I'm trying really hard. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. Uh, we'll okay. find out when we're done. Exactly. We'll find <laughs> out. Did we stream? Uh, so anyway, <clears throat> we're going to talk about some video games this week. Lots of uh, news coming out of uh, video game land in the form of Borderlands 3 news, including a confirmed release date and a whole lot more is a special edition meant just for me. Uh, so we'll talk about that. Borderlands and Borderlands 2 is getting some updates. Best Buy might have leaked some new Switch games, which are... Uh, I mean, leaked slash confirmed, I don't know. It's kind of yeah. the same thing. Because I'm pretty sure everybody was expecting all of this. Um, the Sega... <laughs> the, huh? Are you sure? Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. I know that, like, when I saw what was, quote-unquote, leaked, um, they, they didn't shock me. They didn't surprise me at all. All right. So, uh, yeah, maybe I'm just smarter. It's okay. That's actually what I bet it is. <laughs> uh, the Sega Genesis Mini has a release date and some of the games. We'll talk about that. Valve is committed to fixing Artifact. I had no idea that it was broken. Very broken. Really? Isn't this the game you really liked, Dylan, when yeah. it came out? It's not broken by any stretch of the imagination, but no one is playing it. That's the problem. Oh, okay. Um, so you remember that swatter who uh, kind of had somebody killed? Well, he went to jail, and we're going to talk about that real quick. Plus, Civ Six has got cross-progression between PC and Switch, and Vivox is bringing a controller with in-game chat to the Switch. Thank God. Um, <laughs> plus our questions and a whole bunch of cheap free games, a whole lot of cheap free games, so we will get through all of that. But first, we start with what we're playing, and Cliff, you and I can actually go first because we're playing the same things. The same things that we were playing last week? I think so. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, so let's talk um, about it. Let's. Which one do we want to talk about first? Uh, let's talk about Far Cry New Dawn first. Okay. How, uh, how far are you into it? I am, you know, so here's the thing. I was watching a guy on uh, Mixer the other night. I was watching his stream. Really cool guy. Uh, I can't, and I was going to give him a shout out, but I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I forgot to write it down. Anyway, they had reached... All kind, they basically maxed out everything they could by doing all these crazy side missions and blah, 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 blah. But then they went to do the quote-unquote breakout mission, which is the first mission that's handed to you. 
So I'm I'm still at the first mission, but I watched somebody progress and get all this other stuff done just to go you know, to that breakout could, mission. You could do it that way because I think it only gets I mean, you you call that first mission by essentially freeing a certain number of of the specialists and by upgrading a certain number of things. So if you never upgraded those things at your base, I guess it would never actually call that mission down where the twins come out and confront you. So that's, yeah. that's actually kind of interesting. I didn't really think about that, but yeah, it is definitely based on an action you take. That's interesting. Yeah. I, and I actually just got past that. So I just like upgraded my home base for the first time. And uh, the twins came out and threatened me and took a bunch of little kids hostage. And it was, right, it was right. messy. Oh, and then when but, they, uh, they hand the one a little grenade that kind of creeped me out. I was like, that's uh, mean. They, uh, <laughs> what do you think about them as bad guys? Um, maybe especially them as bad guys compared to like the religious cult of the last game. Um, so I haven't had enough interactions with them. I mean, they just seem, they seem like kind of cookie cutter bad guys so right. far from my, my brief encounters, but I yeah, mean, they're like still one of them's kind of like the smart, Hey, I'm going to be the one that talks and the other one's just like, like one's a sociopath and one's a psychopath. Like that's, you know, kind of the, the feel I get, you know, mm-hmm. the, the girl who climbs up, who has the throne in the back of the pickup truck. So, you know, she can drive around on a throne as they pull away. Like, I, mean, I don't know. I, I would do that. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> they're fine. They're absolutely fine, but it's kind of, I don't even want to say tropesy, but just there's nothing that makes them, there's nothing that makes them interesting as bad guys. Um, right. And I think but, that like that they're twin uh, POC female in this post-apocalyptic world. They really, really could have done a whole lot with those right? two. They really could have. They could yeah. have made them just crazy, insanely nuts. But instead, they're just like, OK, we're bad people and we're going to do bad things. Yeah, well, and it, it, it's kind of a, uh, and it's almost like they they are kind of given an excuse for being the bad people too. You know, it was it, this is how we were raised. My daddy told me that you know you you take everything you can because no one's going to give it to you. And I was raised in the apocalypse, and so I just had to take take take, and that's how it's always been, and that's how I always be. It's not it's not my fault. I'm a bad person. It's it's the environment I was raised in. But you're still kind of a. But you're still a yeah, you're still a terrible person. And there's a whole host of people here that are trying to make everything better. And and you don't want to make the world better. You just want to be in charge of the world as it burns down. And that's fine. Like, I mean, I, I don't really, really, really need like a super deep, thoughtful plot for my <laughs> I my live stream is not working yet, and that's a shame. Yay. Um, <laughs> it uh, I don't need a super deep plot for my far cry games like it's absolutely fine if it wants to be kind of shallow but man they could have done a lot more yeah. i guess so but at the same time you know the game it's if you've played far cry you're any you're a fan of far cry you're going to like this this kind of one-off game and are they planning on doing anything more with this with certain world or version of you far know, cry I'm 5 sure. i'm not sure if they're gonna like do dlc for this or something like maybe I, but i'm not sure yeah all right well cool so you're liking it i'm like how far are you Oh yeah, we're we're basically at the same place. You just upgraded. I'm about to upgrade it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 Uh, also, and are you playing? Wait, are you playing Far Cry? No, you're not playing. No. no? Are you playing Division? No. No. Are you, are you playing okay. anything, Dylan? No. Come on. <laughs> uh, well, we're also playing the Division too. Um, I'm. I actually, I was wrong. I thought it was farther along than I am. I'm actually only level five. Yeah, and that's about like I'm. I'm like five <clears throat> or six. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I'm I'm really enjoying that too. It's uh it's not 
I don't know. It's not anything more. It's it's to me. It's not really anything more than uh, the division one was. Like I'm not I'm not blown away by any massive increases in anything they've done. But it's really fun. I'm really enjoying playing that game. And and again, maybe that's all I really need. It's a great game to just get with a couple of friends and go out and shoot up a city. <laughs> trying to save it, I guess. So you know, um, it's I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I was. Oh, there's your kid. Hi, kid. Um, <laughs> I was I listening to exactly, uh, I was listening to podcast unlocked on <laughs> on IGN, and they were talking about what up, dude. Oh my gosh. So uh, yeah, just to explain what's going on, we're we're um, recording our show this week via Squadcast because we're in two different locations, and Cliff's child is in the background of his camera feed. And um, making all kinds of weird gestures. And stuff. He, he came in here to literally get a piece of paper. Like there's not a <laughs> piece of paper anywhere else in my entire house. What What are we doing? It's okay. You just knocked your camera off. That's too. fine. Um. So anyway, I was listening to Podcast Unlocked on IGN and they were talking about The Division 2. And yeah, they were like, you know, it's really good. It's solid. It's this, it's that. And they weren't talking about all the things that it is because – it's great. They're talking about all the things it wasn't, and here's what it wasn't. It wasn't super crazy buggy at launch. It wasn't servers crashing left and right at launch. It wasn't lack of content at launch. It wasn't all of these things that are plaguing, like, Destiny, Destiny 2, Anthem. Uh, in, in Ubisoft, you know, because they are good at what they're doing with this whole games-as-a-service model, like, with uh, what is, is it, is it For Honor? Yeah. Okay, so For Honor, Rainbow Six Siege, like, they're coming out with these games. They're not smash hits right out the gate, but they're staying committed to them, and they're building that content out, and it feels like they've practiced with, they've had enough practice with those two particular properties that when it came to Division 2's launch, they knew what they needed. They had it on lock. They had it ready to go, and right out the gate, it was just fine, and that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I, I that's a hundred percent how I feel about it too. Is that it was, it wasn't flashy, it wasn't anything. But I've never like, I've had a couple of bugs in it, um, where, you know, like a bunch of paint cans um, will be weird and and twitchy, and I've had some problems where. Um, you know, things float and like those kind of bugs, but I've never had any game breaking bugs. I've never had any bugs where we have any problems. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's just been it, the game solid. And that is exactly what I want from my, my games and service games these days. That's yeah, totally. Perfect. Yeah. And it's, and it's really good. I like what they've done aside from the sometimes repetitious, you know, enemy types or whatever. I mean, they're all kind of versions yeah. of the same variations of the theme of the theme, which is fine. Um, but overall, it's such a good, solid game. So there's that. Oh, look, Ooh, a phone, phone call. call. That's weird. And we're back because I just always have to get at least one phone call during each show now. I'm I, important. Uh, I have things. I think the funny thing is I would never call you because I always assume you're recording something. It just seems so. That's fine. You know what I mean, though? Like when there's a million different ways to talk to you, I would not. Uh, I would not call you well we're, we're <laughs> all of a generation or we're all of an industry at least us in particular who who knows how to use electronic devices to communicate 
That's fair. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. So anyway, Division 2, if you haven't gotten it, oh, and I actually, I am enjoying it so much, I went ahead and just paid the 40 bucks for the, the season con- season pass and the, all the DLC and the blah, blah, blah over the next Ooh, year. Fancy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm expecting to stick with this one for quite some time. Yeah, we need to hop on and play together sometime. Yes, please. I would like to do that very much. Yes, please. Uh, Dylan, what are you playing? Um, not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I did run some updates on my computer, um, if you could call that a game. Um, but <laughs> it's actually been, the weather's been pretty uh, nice around here, so uh-huh. I spent some time outside like mowing the lawn, for example, and doing all that stuff that doesn't get done when it's wintertime. And you're um, playing games. And I threw the baseball around a little bit. That was fun. The old pigskin? There was no pigskin. I know, I know. But, uh, I'm just trying to show the breadth of my sports knowledge. You're um, welcome. We saw all of it. Um, <laughs> but I'll probably have a lot of switch time on my 16-hour drive to Disneyland on Friday. Oh, y'all are driving? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, that's yeah. That's a fun drive. I mean, I like driving, but that's okay. I mean, yeah. it's fine. There'll be a bunch of people that can drive, though, so... Oh, fun. What are you going to play? Everything. I haven't decided yet. Usually when I go on a trip or something, I'll buy something new and play that. It's a good plan. I could let you borrow Starlink. I have thought about trying that. I've got it if you want to buy it. It's a lot of fun. That might be fun. It's a good one. Or you should buy Moonlighter. Moonlighter would be a good one to play. What's that? Tell me about it's it. It's that we've talked about it before. It's that game that you are it's like a kind of a Zelda-ish dungeon crawler at night and then you come out during the day and it's kind of like a uh you run a store and sell the stuff that you've found in the mines at night. Um oh. And it's kind of like got kind of an Animal Crossing vibe where you start new stores and like, you know, you'll you need better gear in order to fight these dungeons, and so you'll um put some money in so you can hire a blacksmith in the town and he can make you different gear and you'll hire it's it's fun it's like it's like a city builder animal crossing kind of thing during your in-game day and then at night it's a uh uh kind of a dungeony crawler kind of game i really like it oh very cool i will have to look it's for like that. 20 bucks on the switch and it's already out or is it coming out oh yeah it came out months ago oh that's that weird i don't know how good. i missed it it's, might, might be a good it's one. good okay well cool uh, there is that. If we're not playing something that you think we should be playing, maybe you should drop us a message in our Discord and let us know. Or you can send us a message on Facebook or on Twitch or whatever or Twitter and let us know what we should be playing. Uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite podcatcher, make sure you like us, rate us, review us, subscribe to us, uh, get our numbers up, get us out there in front of or into as many ears as possible. And, yeah, that would be really nice if you could do that for us. Or you could go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast and support our show there for as little as a dollar a month. And you will get access to all of our shows before everybody else and early access to special content and all kinds of fun stuff. Little cute little avatars on the uh, Discord, right? Am I right? That is exactly right. And we might send you window clings or stickers or or, uh, magnets. Or all of those things. Or when Cliff remembers to. I actually don't have any magnets. Well, so. we should re-up. But I've got window clings. I've got um, I got all sorts of stuff. Oh, I might cool. buy some bumper stickers. I'm trying to decide. We can get bumper stickers, but I have to do it before tomorrow. So maybe oh, we'll see. You should do that. Um, yeah. And yeah, so as little as a dollar a month all the way up to our producer level. And when you're a producer level, you get credit and all kinds of other fun stuff like uh, priority call-ins on our, live sh- on our uh, call-in shows and, and stuff like that. And we say your name on the radio air. Cliff things. mispronounces your name every week. It's yes. Good, good thing. Uh, Jack Irish, Jacob Frank, Tom McDermott, I'm three for three. 
Austin Palmer, nah, Alan Schulte, Joe Cole Jr., and Kevin Schultz. Now, I will tell you guys a, a short, short story here, right? So if you remember, like, I don't know, two years ago, probably a little bit more, we gave away copies of um, uh, Lego Dimensions, right? You guys remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. And we we did a big thing and made a video about it, and we gave it away. And I was uh, looking through some emails the other day, and I I realized that uh, the person we gave it away was to was actually Alan Schulte. I had no idea. Like at the time, I had no idea who he was. He was just some dude that I sent some Legos to, and then I found the email. I'm like, oh hey, it's Alan. That's awesome. <laughs> no idea. So and you sent it to him. He did. He did and get it though. Okay, he good. did get it. He still plays it occasionally. Apparently. Oh yeah, I saw so, that yeah. actually. I popped into the yeah, Discord and kind of uh, lurked around for a moment. Um, yeah, that's good. Real quick, I, I feel like I missed Vinny's name. And Vinny Champa. My bad. I apologize. Sorry. I'm like, and I'm looking at Dylan like, did he did he say his name? I screw up somebody every week. This week it was Man, Vinny's turn. How could you finish how could you screw up the OG? Vinny know, won right? this week. <laughs> <laughs> We're um, lost. Just depends on how you look at it. And speaking of Vinny, he's been doing a lot over on uh Twitch, right? That is correct. Yeah, yeah. He's at uh, twitch.tv slash Devinster. He's not doing it this weekend, though, because he is going to a wrestling match. Actually, the, WrestleMania. The WrestleMania, biggest wrestling the match. The biggest wrestling match. It's like the only wrestling match. Not really. But yeah. No, um, I, think, I think there's a lot of other ones. It's the yeah. only one ever. Definitely check him out. Uh, he's a lot of fun. Really good guy. And one of our yep. OG crew here at the Bite Me Podcast. So, all right. And that's patreon.com slash Bite Me Podcast if you would like to help support uh, the show. All right, let's get into it. There's a handful of stuff to talk about, a lot of Borderlands-ish, so let's do some news. Yeah. How'd the news come through on that end? How'd it sound? Yeah? Yeah, no, I think it was it was probably one of Dylan's better newses. Are you distracted on your end? I feel like I feel like you're distracted. Uh, a little bit. It's not your it's okay. fault. Is it our gorgeous mugs in the uh, the camera? It is. I don't usually I get to look at you in not real life, and um, I prefer it this way. I like to have a little bit of distance between me oh, and you. Oh, okay. Yeah, we both know where you live. <laughs> Remember that. Um, all right, let's talk about it. Borderlands 3, they had their big reveal last week at PAX East, and aside from a little choppy frame rate issue on their video playback and announcement it looks real real good real real fun i want to play it so let's talk about uh the info that came out as of yesterday because they said on april 3rd makes you or or, yeah april 3rd right oh that's today i'm very slow that's right now it's so now um yeah they kind of detailed laid everything out for us Yes. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this game obviously is going to be on the PlayStation, Xbox One and uh, the PC. But the the big release today is that it is a six month Epic Store exclusive. So you will not be able to get it on Steam until it's it's coming out September 13th. So I guess you'll be able to get it on Steam March 13th. Is that how math works? That's correct. So, you know, another Epic Store exclusive, and you know, Epic's obviously paying a price for this. Um, they kind of were talking to, I think, Randy Pitchford, and he's like, yeah, I think exclusive are dumb, unless they, like, this was the biggest, you know, kind of dumb reveal. But a couple of days ago, he's like, I think they're real dumb, unless they're, like, for a real short amount of time, like, let's say six months. And then, you know, today, it's like, and it's six months. So and look what, we, look what we did. Yeah. Uh you know, they've announced four new vault hunters. You're going to be facing off against the Calypso twins who are uh, trying to unite all the bandit clans and take over the galaxy. And I guess you don't want them to do that because they're bad, I suppose. Um, <laughs> no, there's a billion guns in this game. I think that's um, awesome. I don't know why you think that's stupid. I'm going to catch them all. 
Well, I mean, because they're just procedurally generated. So, I mean, they yeah. could have said four billion. Like, at, at what point in time does at what point in time does it matter? I guess is the question. You know what I mean? But that's how, how they've always marketed the game. The first one that was the big deal it was like over three million or thirty million or however many they did it. Was it that many? Yeah. Wow. Because I, I mean, <clears throat> there's just so many different things that they do, and they randomly put them together, and that's a weapon. So. I, I will say that the little gun that has legs that can run, I kind of like that one. <laughs> I could use so. that in like real life. I'd be like, okay, oh, little one. I'm like, go, go do this thing that I don't <laughs> need to be around enemies. for. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's cool. There's going to be what? Four different editions. Uh, there's the standard edition, which is just the base game for 60 bucks. The deluxe edition has some bonus digital content for 80 bucks. Yeah, the, like a lot of cosmetic kind of yeah. stuff. The Super Deluxe Edition for $100, which is DLC and all the bonus digital stuff. Yeah, and, I think there's four DLC packs. Uh, oh, yeah. It's like a year-long like yeah. uh, thinger. And then the one that you pointed out was made specifically for me yeah. in the show notes. The, the, yeah, the Adam it. West uh, d- d- edition. I believe yeah. that's what they're calling it. Is the Adam West edi- the Adam West Super Shiny Edition. We'll I think go with is, that. Is what, they, what they called it. I yeah. think they're actually calling it the Diamond Loot Chest Collector's Edition. Um, it's $250, <laughs> which I'm not going to lie. Did you read everything that it comes with? Yeah, I actually have it here. Do you want me to read everything? Yes, that it comes because with? I'm like I'm uh, I'm I might. He's considering do it. it. Yeah, I I would not be shocked in any way. Um, this is a GameStop exclusive, so I guess you're really it's betting a, on the fact GameStop that GameStop exclusive? will be in business by September oh, 13th, which seems like pretty like i i will keep you in you know keep in mind in bankruptcy proceedings people <laughs> that get owed money get paid last so i guess I, if i were you i would make this pre-purchase say september 10th is probably okay. the correct time to make your your pre-purchase from gamestop anyway you get the diamond loot chest replica which is a fully it has a fully functional retractable lid it is perfect for storing your real world loot um three borderland character figurines um a sanctuary three snap model so you can create your very own sanctuary three model ship and display it proudly on its included stand a vault keychain because you might need one of those you might actually get four sorry four vault keychains yeah there's a, a lot galaxy map um five character art lithographs 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 Close enough and a borderlands three steelbook case i did not read this right you get borderlands three character figurines and you get 10, ten. of them there's 10 of them there's so, three and there's three inches tall a piece that is what everybody needs so if you Duh. really want to pay a bunch of money you can have all that crap i mean it's a lot of stuff it's it's, it's that's like lot one stuff. billion stuff so. <laughs> one I, billion it'd be really nice if they just gave you like if if the, you just typed in a, a code and then it just automatically filled up your inventory with all one billion guns and then the game would break <laughs> and the game probably would break which is fine but that would be awesome you can just randomly see what they should do though is that if you pay enough, you should just be able to like hit a randomized button and just randomizes you a new gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're all fake anyway, so why Duh. not, right? Um, so anybody, so is everybody day one on Borderlands 3? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, I'm 100%, but I'll be buying the $60 version. <laughs> okay, I mean, I probably Their won't. Their DLC but... is really good though. Like, mm-hmm. I've always oh. played like all of it, so I mean, may I as well go I'm big. just not going to get it right now. Anyway, so you're not gonna get it. So you're not gonna get it right now. 
is what you're saying. I mean, I'll, I'm going to buy it day one, but I'm not going to pre-purchase it. I'm not going to pre-purchase the DLC. Like there's just, uh, generally speaking, the, the, the discount you get on DLC is like five bucks. I don't see any reason to give him my $40 now, let alone when the game comes out, when the DLC probably will be, I mean, I'm not going to beat the game probably for a couple months. So there's just no reason for me to like be in a hurry to give them my money so they can earn right, extra right. money off it, I guess. Gotcha. Um, also, a uh, quick little note, Microsoft's pre-purchase page also mentions that it supports cross-platform co-op, but there is no official announcement on that as of yet. But this could be... That would be dope, though. I yeah, mean, that would be awesome. amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, cool. Uh, in other Borderlands news, Borderlands and Borderlands 2 is also getting an update. Uh, the Game of the Year edition is being released with a ton of not just like graphical updates, but a bunch of quality of life updates. Yeah, which is really cool. Um, this is uh, so the quality of life updates are mostly for the first Borderlands. I mean, you've got to think that's a pretty old game by now, but they're actually releasing kind of a whole new edition. It's going to be a game of the year edition. It's going to have a bunch of actual changes where you're going to get like the mini map from Borderlands 2 and it, uh, updates into how the inventory works to make it a little bit more modern and auto pickups for guns that you run over. Um, apparently, they're redesigning the final boss to make the final boss encounter a little more exciting. Like, I've beat it but it's been a long time and i don't remember it being underwhelming exactly but apparently they're going to fix that final boss and calendar so it is less underwhelming it I was suppose, pretty which is cool. underwhelming like um but you're also going to get 4k and uh hdr updates too so that that will be cool and the update is free for people if you've got it uh the game on steam it doesn't say if the update's free though if you bought it like you know xbox or the handsome collection stuff like that on the ps4 and, like, and, and that's the only thing on current systems for the Xbox and is that a PS or is that an Xbox 360 and PS3 game? No, it's it's out. I've got it on PS4. Okay, so maybe yeah, I guess you're gonna have to rebuy it if you want that stuff uh, on the Xbox and PS4. Yeah, why not? Um, and if yeah. you have Borderlands 2 VR, um, all all of you VR players are gonna get Borderlands 2 DLC this summer for free. Which is awesome. It's so much DLC. Like you have no idea how much DLC that is. That's a lot. Um, the Handsome Collection is also getting that 4K HDR update, which is also going to be free, I believe, on all systems. So if you have uh, that, and I, I don't know if it's still on sale, but last week, the Handsome Collection on PC, the entire thing was on sale for like 15 bucks. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, it's it's not yeah. expensive. No. No. Oh, okay. Well, there is that. Uh, next, Best Buy may have leaked some new games coming to Switch. New slash rumored games. Um, so this basically all but confirms it. Uh, those games would be Persona 5, Metroid Prime Trilogy, and A Link to the Past for Switch. So, so you weren't surprised by the Metroid Tri- Prime Trilogy and Legend of the Zelda, Legend of the Zelda, Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past? Because no. I haven't heard of those at all. No. Okay, so Metroid Prime 4 is on the way. Everybody has been screaming, bring the Metroid Prime trilogy to Switch, like screaming it from at the top of their lungs. So if they didn't do that before Metroid Prime that or Metroid Prime 4, that would just be the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, but like that's kind of how Nintendo rolls. So... I mean, yeah. it's, it's dumb that I can't just play those games right now on a virtual console. So, I, you know... I wasn't exactly surprised that I, I couldn't uh, – I wasn't going to get them before that. So I, I was just really su- – I was I was very surprised. Oh. You were surprised. I, I see that. I get that. I, okay. I was I mean, not. I a, link to the, a Link to the Past, which a lot of people put as their top one or second favorite game of all time when it comes to Nintendo games, uh, that would – that just makes sense to bring that to Switch, especially with uh, Link's Awakening coming 
and with Link Between Worlds being the last kind of version of that style of Zelda game doing so well, like it was just kind of time to bring this one back. Yeah. Um, do you, are you surprised that that one's getting a retail release though? Is it getting like an on the, oh yeah, I guess it is getting yeah. like an on the shelf release. So we're talking about these are actually going to be physical games that are not, so this isn't virtual console. Like if these were virtual console games, I'd go, yeah, okay. That makes total sense. But we're talking physically released games at Best Buy. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was surprised. So we'll see. So now if you were surprised by the physical release, yeah, that's fine. That's surprising. But the games themselves, they're not surprising. Yeah, no, to me. no, I like, I, I figured that all of these would come to some sort of virtual console at some point, but there is no virtual console. So I guess they don't really have any choice, but to release them yeah. physically. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, Persona five. What are we thinking uh, about Persona five? Uh, you know, I think it's great, but it's a hundred hour game. Like that's at least too long. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly it. That, that, that's a hundred hours. If you play the main storyline, the completionist for that is like 175 hours. There is, I have no place in my life. None, absolutely none for a hundred plus hour game. Meh. Neither do but I, I, but mean, I, I like buying them for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> One day. One day like, I would love to play Persona. I've heard nothing but great things about it. Um, there are so many people that are just obsessed with that game and love the characters and love the story and love all that. But it, there, I just literally do not have time for it. Well, something you might have time for is the Sega Genesis Mini. Sega Genesis <laughs> games, 16-bit games. Everybody has time I, for those. I don't have time for those either, but I, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, so it's officially uh, announced with a release date and only, uh, what, 10 of the th- 40 games? 40 games total, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be hitting uh, about a week after uh, Borderlands 3. So yep. September 19th, it's going to be $80, about half the size of the original Genesis. Uh, same thing with the SNES Classic and the NES Classic. Uh, two controllers, USB power cable, and an HDMI cable. But at least we knew what all the games were on those systems before they came out. Yeah, this is kind of that PlayStation release. I think you'll know all of the games before it releases. And to be frank, like the 10 games that they announced are better than the 10 games that PlayStation announced. So uh, Yeah. Uh, That's pretty true. Yeah. So let's talk about those games. Sonic the Hedgehog, the OG Classic. Blue Speed Demon guy. Good stuff. Yeah. Echo the Dolphin. I like dolphins. Who doesn't like dolphins? Do you like dolphins? Right? <laughs> They're tasty. I'm kidding. You don't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Do what? They go really well with tuna. Absolutely. Um, what else? Castlevania Bloodlines. That's one Castlevania game I've actually never played. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Uh, Space Harrier 2, which I remember playing the crap out of on my friend's uh, Genesis. Uh, Same. Shining Force. Is that is that a RPG? I think so. Sounds like one. Sounds good. Uh, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Which is great. Is that like Dr. Mario with Sonic the Hedgehog? It's it's a it's it's definitely like a Tetrisy puzzly game. Okay, uh, Toe Jam and Earl. I loved those games. the The new one just those just came out like a month ago. I need to try that out. Uh, Comics Zone. I know nothing about that. I know it looks familiar. It sounds familiar. Yeah. I just never played it, it, it. And that's exactly what I thought too. Is it sounds familiar, but I can't place why. Gotcha. Uh, Gunstar Heroes, which I think is another JRPG. I think. I, I could be wrong. You might be right. It might be a shooter, though. I, I don't remember. I can't remember. But then the one that I was like, oh, my God, this is the coolest thing because I remember playing it in the arcade. And then I was at my friend's house and it, it comes. You come roaring out of the ground. Altered Beast. 
I loved that game. So, like the amount of quarters I pumped into that game is is lots, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I love that game so much. And it wasn't a good game. I, maybe it was. I, I don't. I you know. I mean. <laughs> given the games around at the time that game was exactly the right thing it it fits perfect into those kind of um brawler hack and slash things that were big the the golden axes and the double dragons and you know all that stuff it was it was it was a very good game for its time and nobody talks about the single dragons they're lonely <laughs> Or, or, or single dragons uh anyway so the Sega Genesis mini it's going to be out on September 19th watch for it uh, yeah so- yeah Either you guys pick it up, it's definitely a no for me, but... No, 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 no. I mean, I, maybe, depending on what the other games are, but I'm probably going to be a hard pass. I think They've, I'm just kind of... I think I'm just kind of done with those things. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, they're, they're nice cool. collectibles, but... Yeah, yeah. If it had bouncers, know. I'd play it. If it had what? Bouncers, but that was a Sega CD game. Is that the one with the basket? Yeah, no. you're just two basketballs, and you try to bounce off each other into your hoop. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. I would play that. They now they that's what they should do next. They should do like a Sega C D mini yeah. or a three DO mini or an Atari Jaguar just, Mini. Can we <laughs> Good, good, good callback. Um I, I really just want someone to get all these mini things into one mini thing. And I know that that's just a Raspberry Pi, <laughs> but it, it would be nice to be able to do it legally and or some sort of system that had access to all these games and I could just buy them in some sort of e-shop or probably even better. What would be even better would be if uh, there was just like a subscription service where you could say, Hey, I'm willing to pay 10 bucks a month and get access to a bunch of Nintendo games and super Nintendo games and Genesis games and Mame games and have the legal rights to them. And I mean, I know that's an impossibility and a nightmare, but that's, that's really what I want is something totally. I can just pick a month for and, and play it. Yep. That would be nice. There's our million dollar idea. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Up next, uh, I didn't even know the game was broken. It just uh, Dylan says it's just because people aren't playing it. Uh, Valve is committed to fixing artifact going heads down. Yeah. So, what, does, does that mean? Uh, like, does that mean they're like treating their employees like first graders and saying, "Put your heads down and get your work done"? Exactly. So essentially, what they're saying is, is so um, in January. Steam, or I'm sorry, Valve did a bunch of layoffs, and they laid off. I'm going to say like 11 full time employees, and I think like eight or 10 contractors. And one of those people that was laid off was Richard Garfield, the dude who did magic that was working at, he was actually just a contractor. He had never actually worked for valve directly. And and he at the time was like, yeah, no, it makes sense. Like our contracts up and that's what we're doing. And so, uh, artifact ever since then has just been getting kind of small updates and, you know, adding cards and, and their plan really had been for this game was that we were going to, you know, just manage it like Hearthstone manage that you, you buff cards, you tweak cards, you add some new cards and the game just keeps going, um, you know, some updates and so on and so forth, but it came out and I think, I mean, we've talked about this before and, and let me know if you disagree with this, Dylan, but having that game cost 20 bucks, probably was not a great idea when every other ccg game is free right however i'd and like, like I know i'd like to like 20 bucks you get the cards and so on and so forth but. right i'd like to think that but i don't i think the game was too hard for people in a way mixed with it's 20 dollars, mixed with it's more complicated than hearthstone mixed with 
Hearthstone already exists and people are playing that. <laughs> so there's like six things working against it, and it's it's not any one of those things. I bet if it was free, then people could try it and and like it. They had that opportunity without paying twenty dollars. Sure, that might have changed something, but I don't think yeah. I don't think it's this would have turned out differently had it done that. I it's think it would still be in the same place. Yeah, that makes sense. Either way, like I mean. I read an article today that said, you know, there are 300 people online playing this game or 350 people online playing this game. And, um, you know, Valve's quote was, Artifact represents the largest discrepancy between our expectations for how one of our games will be received and the actual outcome. So wow. they are very, very sad about this game. Um, and so essentially what they're saying is, is you know, we could we could put out a bunch of little updates. We could let you guys know, you know, all the things we're going to be doing. We could do all that stuff. Um, but we don't even really know what we're going to do yet. We're looking at the actual design of the game, the way the economy works, the experience you have while playing it. We're, we're, we're going way high level and going like, what about this game doesn't work? And then we're going to go and fix all that stuff. And so you may not hear anything about Anthem, Anthem? for three months. I'm sorry, <laughs> all these dumb games with one names that all sound the same. Artifact, <laughs> you may not hear anything about Artifact for two months or three months or six months, but we want to make it successful and we're going to do all the changes we can do to make it successful. So that's what they're saying heads down is that you're, you're not going to hear anything for a couple, couple whiles. And it's kind of like, it's essentially what um, no man's sky did. You know, they, they came out and they're like, Hey, it's broken. And then they went away for, I mean, do you remember that? Like they just went radio silence for six months and then came back and they're like, Hey, here's some new stuff. And that's made that game go from a dumpster fire of people being mad to people legitimately being very excited about No Man's Sky and a VR version of it coming out and multiplayer coming out and all that stuff. So, you know, who's to say if Valve will be able to do the same thing with Artifact, but so what they're going to try. Yeah, so what you're saying is if you bought this game at launch, just give it two years. It's going to be good. Just like everything like, else. <laughs> just like everything else. Like, you know, yeah. it's... That's what games do these days is they have four years of development and then two years of post-launch development, and then they're good. That's It's it's the new reality for video I'm games. I'm into it. I'm into it. All right. So there is that. Moving on to um, – so swatting has been a thing in uh, the world for a hot second, but in the gaming online streaming community, it's been a thing as well. And at one point – is this the only – this isn't the only – circumstance where somebody was actually killed was it was this the only one it's the only one that i know of. okay um so 26 year old tyler barris uh, if you know anything about this particular story he uh was playing against somebody kind of got pissed off yeah, that's actually not, like that's what i thought too this is the most complicated thing in the world all right right so so tyler barris was not actually the person playing <laughs> So he's friends with a guy named Casey Viner, who was playing with a dude named Shane Gaskill, right? So okay. Casey and Shane are arguing and, and uh, over, what, Call of something? Call sure. of Duty. Call of Duty. And sh- and uh, Shane Gaskill gives Casey his old address and dared him to do something about it. So Casey then talks to, to Tyler Barris and says like, "Hey, this dude's being a you know whatever. We got to do something to him." Tyler calls in the SWAT, and 
Andrew just happened to live there. He lived at Casey's old address, and Andrew was the one that get, got killed. So right. literally, the dude who got killed had nothing to do with anything. He just lived at the wrong house. Right, and I remember that part of the story about how that it was an address that the guy that he was playing against didn't even live there. This was just some yeah. random guy. And he got all freaked out because people with guns are trying to come in his house. Yep. So the guy, uh, Andrew Finch... Uh, he was 28 years old. He was shot and killed by a SWAT team that was called in by Tyler Barris on behalf of Casey Viner, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, it's, it's, crazy. it's nuts. Uh, so it's all finally done, though. 26-year-old Tyler Barris has pled guilty to 51 federal charges relating to fake calls and threats. Plus, uh, you know, this guy died. So he's going to jail for 20 years. And not just jail. He's going to prison. It's a long time. Yeah. It's a long time. But, I mean <sighs> – this is what needs to happen to these people. Like, oh, I mean, it's you, it, this is not a joke, and people throw around SWATs like it's nothing, and you know it, that can't be something that people do. You cannot weaponize the police force against people you just don't like online. Um, and, and I mean, I think the problem with it is, is that like we're very lucky in Seattle. Like they actually have like a division, um, at least the Seattle police do that know how to deal with this kind of stuff. They've actually set up training with their officers to, you know, if someone says they're being swatted, if someone calls you and said, Hey, I've been threatened with swatting, they have a way to deal with that. But that's not true of a lot of cities. You know, a lot of them you'll, you'll call, you know, your local police and they just will not know what that is. Um, especially a couple years ago. And, uh, and so you know, it's it's a real problem. It's a real problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the backside of this, though, U.S. Attorney Stephen McAllister says, and I quote, we hope that this will send a strong message about swatting, which is a juvenile and senseless practice. We'd like to put an end to it within the gaming community and in any other contact. Swatting, as he has said before, is not a prank. End quote. Because, yeah, it's not just happening within the gaming community. People have swatted Miley Cyrus and all kinds of celebrities in Hollywood, and they think it's funny. They think it's fun, and it's not because this is the one case we know of, but it's probably the first of many in I the, mean, in the, the long run. So. It might just be the one we know about too. Like it easily could have happened in other places and you just not know. I mean, if no one, you know, if you if you kill the only person that's there, who knows? Right. You know, it's crazy. All right, on to uh, something a little more upbeat. Civ 6 uh, now has cross-progression between PC and Switch. However, it's not going to work with the expansions, which I think is weird. You know, and it's it's not going to work with the expansions yet, and it's not weird. It's it's that the Switch doesn't have the expansions yet. So okay. once it does, it will work. It just doesn't work with them now because they don't exist. And and this, to me, the story was less about, like, hey, sweet, Civ 6 has cross-progression now. And more about just like weird games getting cross progression play now, which I think is super important. Like Civ six is a fantastic game to be able to play on your PC and then immediately go play on your switch. And it's all just done via cloud saves that are actually being done by the developer. Um, you actually have to have an account with uh, Firax. Is it Firaxis that makes Civ six? That 6? sounds right. I think um, like it's it's just an account that, you know, they're not dealing with Xbox, they're not dealing with Sony. It's literally just you sign into your account and those save games, you know, sync for you. And 
I absolutely love seeing that. I love seeing it in any game, but the Civilization games make a ton of sense to be able to play at home, get on a bus and play Civ while you're in the bus, and then you know you're at wherever and you can you can keep playing. So I just I hope we see this more and more and more and more and more. I want to be able to I want everything to be cross progression. I want everything to be cross play too, but cross progression the it seems like it's an easier ask um, than than cross play is. It's a start. So, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Right. And to me, that's exactly it. Is that anything in that direction is awesome. For sure. Um, all right. On to more Switch news. Vivox is bringing a controller with in-game chat to the Switch. Um, it's what is this? What is this thing called? Yeah. Um, PDP's Faceoff Deluxe Plus Audio Wired Controller. Oh, so it's wired? Yeah. Or is it the audio uh, wire that's wired? No, I think it's actually a wired controller. Too. I don't like that. I don't like that. That's well, silly. I mean, I, no, maybe it is not wireless. It does look to be wireless, so it must be the it 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 must be the the wired for your headset. Um, I don't know. Honestly, like this is a really cool thing, so you don't have to have that octopus dongle and a cell phone in order to be able to play games with chat on the Switch. But like this controller looks cheesy it looks very plasticky it has like removable face plates which haven't been a thing since like what cell phones in the early 2000s i love my xbox uh, 360 face plates those were sweet. yeah xbox 360 face plates um but it does let you play games with chat without having to i don't know plug your controller into yourself or how, how does it work you plug your I, I don't even know. You don't have to have that octopus dongle thing. But which if is I don't great. have the dongle, how do I get to use dongle in my everyday conversation? <laughs> that is, a, I mean, that is a a consideration. So, everyone's favorite uh, word when we have meetings in the conference room and you need to use the dongle <laughs> to put your PowerPoint true. on the screen. Everyone's like, dongle, ha, 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 ha. It's so funny. Yeah. I work with 12-year-olds. Right. Anyway, apparently it uses the same technology. You don't need that dongle to play Fortnite either. Um, I, I guess it works via magic. I don't, I don't really exactly know because I don't play Fortnite on my Switch. But if you don't want that dongle and you want a kind of small, cheap-looking controller, this might be for you eventually. There's no pricing yet, but pre-orders in May. So I guess cool. if that's your jam, check it out. Um, I don't know. It's kind of interesting to see third-party controllers anymore. They're, they don't really exist a lot. So hmm. I've, yeah. I like I, every third party controller I've had, I want to say, except for maybe one I've always loved. So never had a problem with it. Okay. All right. So there's all your news that we got for you this week. Going to move right along into our next segment with a bunch of questions from some folks. If you've got questions for us, you can always uh, jump into our discord. We've got a whole channel there just for questions and the most off the planet crazy weird stuff to talk about oh, it's weird. It. anyway so let's get into it first one always comes from our good friend hey yo Vinny. that guy what are you going on <laughs> what, are you <laughs> what is even happening he's been streaming that's what he's been doing, been doing. all right Vinny he's wants to, to know what's that Eight-hour wrestling event. That's, that's, what, that's what they're saying. Eight that's hours? way too long. Yeah, that's dumb. Wait, sorry. Um, all right, Vinny wants to know, do we see next-gen consoles slash services at E3 this year, such as Xbox, PlayStation, new Switch iterations, Google Stadia, even Apple's new service? If so, what do you think the next-gen service slash console will do and make it different from current-gen? You know, uh, yes, I think we've seen every possible thing there could be leading up to E3 that just says, hey, get ready because all this shit's happening. 
Yeah. Do, do you think there'll be a PlayStation reveal at E3? Because they're really the only company right now that has not said it's coming. Well, they're you know, not even going to be. I'm going to say so they're, they're not gonna, even at E3. So no, we're not going to hear anything from Sony at E3. You guarantee you. Do you think that's a mistake? No. I mean, really? Yeah. They have their fanboys. They're the biggest selling know, console of the right. generation. They've already screwed the pooch when it comes to cross-play and pissed everybody off. So I don't think them showing up at E3 or not showing up at E3 yeah. is going to do anything to get them back into uh, any – it's not going to do anything that – it's not going to do anything for them at this point because they have already just swept the floor with everybody else. They don't yeah. – It do, they don't need it. They don't need it. And it's going to give them a good – um, chance to step back, let everybody else make their big announcements, blah, 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 do their thing. And then they're going to come in probably, I'm guessing, around E3, maybe before, maybe right after, and talk about their stuff and their new state of play kind of thing. I think that's where we're going to hear everything first. Are they doing, like, I, I can't remember, are they doing a PlayStation Experience thing this year? Oh. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, so, but I mean, that just raises the question: like, where if they don't announce at E3, where do they announce, or do they not announce this year? Is PlayStation a year behind everyone else? Does PlayStation announce next year? Because I mean, we haven't even really heard. Like, you've heard rumors of what the next Xbox is going to be. You've heard rumors of what the next Switch is going to be. You know about Stadia, um, but like, I haven't heard anything about PlayStation. Like, nothing concrete more than like, hey, yeah, something's being worked on. Uh, yeah, I know that there's dev kits for PS5 out in the wild already, for sure. Yeah. Like, do you think that's strange, though, that, like, they're playing it that close to the vest? Or is it is it going to launch, uh, you know, in 20 instead of... I mean, I think you can presume that Xbox is probably bringing something out in 2020. Do you think PlayStation's 2020 or 2021? Yeah, I don't either. It, it's like I didn't think about it until Vinny said this. I think it's an interesting. It'll be very interesting to see what happens. I guess this could be this could be a very fun year. Um, I think that with the announce of Google Stadia that's coming this year, I think with that happening, we are definitely going to hear a whole lot more about Xbox's you know Scarlet thing there and yeah. their and their X Cloud. We're definitely going to hear mean, about that. Um, this, they've said they said that that's coming to E three. So oh yeah, for sure. All right, and uh, we had to take a quick uh, moment away because I was getting a phone call. And yes, I bought a kayak. I want to awesome. get a kayak too. Get a kayak. I got it for like two hundred bucks on Amazon, and it's a ten foot kayak. You sit in it. It's it's plastic. I've used these before. It's super super fun. I went kayaking last summer, and I absolutely loved it. Somebody made fun of me for wanting to buy a kayak, but that's somebody I don't have to deal with anymore. So I bought a freaking kayak, man. I think that's awesome. I think yeah. it looks super fun. I've always wanted to go. Yeah. I'm going kayaking, bro. I go Do river it. kayaking. I've never done river. I, that's see, I don't like, I don't like fast moving water. It's a pretty easy river. That we usually, okay. That I could do. Like, yeah. He's like the ocean, the open ocean's fine, but river kayaking. No, no, no. Scary. Lake, lake kayaking. Yeah. Very, very easy lake kayaking. Tiny yeah. small lakes. What? If you go. Tiny uh, small lakes. Yeah. If you go in the Green River, kind of where I grew up, there's some scary places though, because you'll get. You're just in canyon, so if you're like if you're you lose your kayak, you're kind of just stuck. Yeah, that's there's not, no way mm-hmm. out of the. I'm not doing that. The canyons, the crevasse. You're stuck in the crevasse. <laughs> you just gotta keep swimming. I mean, just keep swimming. So anyway, uh, yeah. So I bought a kayak, and they're delivering that's it today. Cool. Woohoo! Uh, but anyway, back to uh, Vinny's question. To wrap it up, yeah, we're gonna hear stuff at E3 on everything except the Sony PlayStation because they're not gonna be there. And we're going to figure out how much we can stream and where we can stream it. 
Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that that's what we're going to find out. Yeah, and yeah, then so- Apple's new service, I don't think we're going to hear anything about that at E3 because... <laughs> just saying. Um, uh, what do you think the next-gen service console will do and make it different from current-gen? Well, I think it's going to be all streaming. There's going to be options for just like straight up all online, all streaming stuff. I think that's what's going to be the big difference. Yeah. Me yeah. too. Yeah. 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 All right. I yeah. think we're all in agreement. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Is it good? Okay. Thank you, Vinny. <laughs> I, wonder, uh, I wonder if the, uh, if we do see something new from Xbox, if they'll be like, hey, Xbox and PCs are basically the same thing now. I mean, they're they're basically already that. They just haven't said they're the same right, thing. Right, and I'm just I'm waiting for that. Like, yeah. you and your PC friends can play together. Like, all the games. I mean, asterisks. Like, of course, there's probably going to be some game experiences that you're just not going to be able to share. But right, um, I no, have a I feeling think that-, that that would that would be cool too. Like, if we really get on board with the the play together idea. Because um, it seems to be stepping closer and closer. And with a new generation, I think from the start, it would be cool if that's the way it was. Instead of like, it's going to happen eventually. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just be like, no, this is how it is right now. Oh, for sure. When day one launched this new console, you can play with your friends on PC. Yes. I think that should happen and it probably will. Hopefully. Yep. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that question, Vinny. Turn down for what wants to know. How would you rate your skill level as a video gamer and why do you classify yourself this way? Extreme novice, like what are thumbsticks and buttons? To expert, 360 sniper shot to the head, bro. Um, He asks, due to Cliff's posting about Warcraft, what was your posting about Warcraft? That you're like really, really good at it or something? Oh, uh, no. uh, Actually, it was about, uh, yeah, the World of Warcraft games. Um, I am not good at them, actually. it's uh, I'm I'm actually a pretty terrible RTS gamer. Um, I I really like them, but I'm I'm not good at them at all, Um, which always makes me kind of disappointed. But what do you do? Yeah. Uh, So turn down for what says he'd have to say he's slightly above average, good at games from the get-go, but his skill plateaus and only seems to occasionally get those spurts of skill. So yeah, good analysis of himself. Yeah. So how good are how good are we at games? Does it depend on the kind of game, or just are we all just kind of like a very very average kind of? I would say I'm above average at just about every game I play. Okay, but not much higher than that. Um, I think mostly because I just don't. I really believe if you want to get that good, you have to kind of train for it and really devote practice time and you're the player that goes into like the training levels and like trains um and i'm not i'm definitely not that person because i just don't enjoy it i like the idea of competitive video games but i've never had five other people that also want to do it and like plan out to do it together and that's really what it would take i think to really elevate because there was a time in college when we're playing a lot of call of duty because that was that was the cool game at the time, and everyone had it, so everyone would actually get on, and you would actually play with six players, and you would really dominate games. And you're like, "This is cool. This is awesome." But when that doesn't, when you're not doing that, it's you, your skills only going to go so high playing by yourself, right? Too, you really need others to help lift you up, and pl- you you'll play better and realize that maybe you actually are a better player than you are because just because you're playing a support role. It's hard to gauge how good you're doing if you're if you're not the the person carrying the team. You still could be a good player, but it's hard to really 
um, rate yourself and grade yourself on your performance when you're healing sometimes, like in certain games. It's right. just not it's just not intuitive. You can't tally up how many times you win against someone. True. But I think it's like for me, it depends on the type of game. I'm I think I'm just okay at most games. I'm not I don't think I'm good at all. Um but I got I think I just need to give myself a little more credit cuz I think I actually am better than I'm giving myself credit for. Like Destiny when I first jumped into that, I was terrible. But now I'm like, hey, I can I can pull it off and I can solo some stuff. I can do some things that most a lot of people need like teams for. So, I think I'm okay. Um I really like platformers a lot because not only is Ori like the best thing ever, um mm. I'm just I I feel like once you get a rhythm into those games, that they start they get you okay with a certain set of skills and then they throw in an extra thing and like when you're building your powers and you're getting new abilities and whatever and I really like that and then by the end of the game you're just this super powered thing who's got all these moves at their disposal and I love finding the ways to make those work um, within a platforming type game and it's fun when you make that one big jump that you don't think you're going to make and then you nail it. Yeah, I think that I'm kind of in that same boat like i'm a i'm a relatively average gamer with probably very very small occasional bits of brilliance um and i i'm kind of with dylan the thing that probably keeps me from being a better gamer is that i just get frustrated really fast like i i have no i have no want to spend like I, so i've been listening to uh people talk about um uh, Sukuro is that what it's called mm-hmm. the the new Dark Souls ish game um, from FromSoft and you know they're like yeah so you know I, there's this boss and I was fighting him and you know I spent like two or three hours fighting this boss just like learning his moves and learning what the counters were and then you know they each of the bosses have different like phases where you know in the first phase he'll do this and the second phase he'll do this the third phase he'll do this so I spent like three hours really, really figuring that out so I could, I could get past him. And that sounds like the worst mm-hmm. thing in the entire world. Like I have absolutely no urge to do that with anything. And I mean, and not only do I not have the urge to do it, um, on a good day, that's a, a weekday, I can game for like, I don't know, 45 minutes, maybe an hour. So I don't have any urge to spend three days of my gaming time <laughs> fighting a single boss. Like that's not my jam. So that's fair. I don't know. Um, at some point in time, like uh, there's actually been a lot of discussion this week and we can do it now. Or we can do it later. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion this week on if games like that should have an easy mode. And it's been very divisive in, in uh, like gaming communities. Do you guys have strong opinions about that or, or should we pull that to DLC or um, we can, I mean, if we want to touch on that real quick, I've got a quick thought. I'm happy to yeah. talk about it yeah. briefly. So like games like Sekiro or, uh, or blood, what is it? Bloodborne, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Bloodborne. Dark Souls, and even Monster Hunter to a degree, maybe. Yeah, Monster Hunter to a degree. It's more like, hardcore games. Yeah, so like Monster Hunter, that's uh, an, a massively you know MMO kind of thing, and those are there's that's a grind. Like that's that, that's a grindy kind of game, and that's cool. Like people are into that, and to that end, when it comes to games like uh, Bloodborne, Dark Souls, Sekiro, like, and Sekiro's lighter on difficulty from what I've heard than Bloodborne or Dark Souls, and it's a little more forgiving. Those games exist for a specific audience. Like, 
they exist for people who want to spend two to three hours trying to figure out a boss's patterns and fights and counters. And they, they're not there necessarily for the story. They are there for the challenge. And that's who the game is designed for. And they're designed, that story is designed for people who want to put in the work to learn that game. And the, their reward is the story. So no. See, but, but I, I kind of call like only because they will also tell you that the big part of that game is the story and the lore and the design and the like, yeah, part of it is that difficulty. Um, but there's like these games are apparently like, I don't know. Cause I, I'm not good enough to get past the first four minutes. Um, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of other stuff there. And I think the question is, is, if if FromSoft doesn't want to make an easy mode, obviously they're under no obligation to do so. But as a gamer, I also don't feel bad saying like, hey, you guys should really add an easy mode to that game because I want to play it. And I don't want to have to, quote unquote, get good first. Um, and, and I don't think those two things are mutually exclusive. And I don't think there would be any danger if FromSoft decided to add an easy mode. And that was actually one of the, the big arguments people are making is that they shouldn't add an easy mode because that will make the, that, that'll ruin the gaming experience for people that, that did, you know, spend the time to get good. And, and that just seems like really gatekeepery for me, for me. And just objectively untrue. Like if you can beat Dark Souls on hard, it like, that experience isn't ruined for you because I was able to beat Dark Souls on easy. Does that does that make sense? I just don't understand what that what that gatekeeping comes from. Sort of. But there also was a time when games had one difficulty. And that's pretty lost today, I think. So I could see how if you want to compete with the rest of the world at a certain game, you can't do that with different difficulties, really. Um, you can but, 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 on a single difficulty within those difficulties. And if a game has multiple difficulties, I don't see why you wouldn't just have an easier one for people who want to play it because it, right? it's just money you're not taking. But at the also, if you're going to make a game that's really based around being challenging, there's no reason to make it an easy game for everybody but is there any reason not to make it an easy game yeah because there's certain games that aren't meant to be easier it's just like because because there's times when i've played a game that was way too easy and it's just it becomes it's nothing at that point you're taking away what the game is and games can very much be built around mechanics and how you do those things so once you take like just making it easy just makes the boss less squishy like he's so squishy yeah. that you hit him and he dies and it's like well that's not really fun either there's like times when i've played a game and you literally just tap a and it's the, and then the game's over and it's like that's not really what that game is and just so other people can experience to take away what the game is i don't think that's the right answer either and, and i have absolutely no like i personally do not think you should get rid of i'm not asking them to make the entire game easier for me i'm saying adding a mode for me that will enable me to play that game um like there could 100 be dark souls and if they want to call it wimpy bad gamer guy who sucks at video games mode and that's the mode i play like i'm absolutely happy to be that and i want it to be that i want it to be my damage does twice as much the boss damage does half as much that's literally all i'm asking for i don't i'm not it's not a big ask like you can literally say take all damage times it by four and that's all i'm asking for um but i mean to me, think that, about that doesn't, that doesn't make that game any worse but think about okay i like watching jeopardy i like watching jeopardy often but I never sit there and go, you know, I would watch this show more or I would like this show so much more if the questions were easier. Oh, my God. 
No, the, the 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 point is like it's meant to be difficult, and I guess that's why I'm not I'm not gonna. That's the thing. It's these games are meant to be difficult. They're not meant to sell 10, 20 million units. They're not meant to be in the hands of every single gamer. There are gamers that are going to want to play it. What's that? Like, what does it matter if they are? Like, what I mean, mean, it doesn't make the game experience any less for people that want to to experience it. Yeah, but it's like there and this is the one time where I'll actually go there. There is I guess you could call it elitist in a way. There's a set of gamers that it's like, you know what? There's a set of gamers that they're just this is their thing. This is this is meant for them. It's not meant for anybody else. They're catering to a very very specific audience. And yes, they're going to look down on people who play the easy mode on God of War or da 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 da. And that's and I'm fine with them looking down on me. I'm absolutely (laughs) fine with them looking down at me. That's not my problem. It's that I can't even be looked down upon. Um, I mean, it's not a hard like, game man, to play. It's a weird argument that it is. That why why would you care? Like it, it just doesn't. Like I don't understand how my enjoyment of a game makes you your game less enjoyable. Right. Well, I mean, I totally get it. I would try to relate it to to a fighting game because fighting games, there's not really any way to unless you literally like go in and scale damage differently. But like, sure there is, if you yeah, get ass kicked at a fighting game, like you're going to unless you get better and and, and it's weird when you're playing against a world of computers like yes like you should in theory be able to explore that world but if that's not what the game is then because you're not playing against another player so i i think it is easy to make the argument that well why can't i play it right it's just too hard for me there's compelling arguments on both sides for sure see and i just don't see that there is like i don't understand the other side like i I don't understand what makes that the argument compelling well i can imagine playing in a world where i like i want to know how i perform next to other like there was a time like i know playing these hard games in the past is like when you talked about it with your buddies it was like it was hard and you're bonding over how hard it was and the challenge of getting over that but then there's this other group of people that they just played through it and they didn't experience that with you all right so uh after multiple interruptions we are now back uh to wrap this question up so long story short if you don't like hard games don't play them i'm kidding (laughs) so you know what i'm gonna do actually like and this occurred to me uh, i actually heard someone mention it uh on another podcast listen to they're like just play dead uh just play um oh shoot other hard game dead cells blank not dead cells um dark souls Dark Souls. Uh, yeah, it's not Dark Souls. Bloodborne. Dark Souls? Bloodborne. Yeah. Play, play Dark Souls um, on PC with a cheat engine. And I'm like, oh, I, I have Dark Souls on the PC. I'm just going to cheat my way through it because I want to see the game. I yeah. legitimately want to know why everyone loves this game so much. And see, so I'm I, just going to cheat my way through it. So I'm, I'm the opposite, though. Like, if it's if it's that kind of game, I don't have – I have zero interest in it. So yeah. it's like that game is for – people who are not me so it's like i don't i don't want that game because it's not it's not the game i want right and and see the thing is is like i think that the the i i want to see i want to see what the lore that people talk about is i want to see what these amazing bosses are that people talk about i'm very 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 curious about this game and i've never been able to experience because i can't get past the first 15 minutes but like i watch other people play them and i don't like them i'm like (laughs) i didn't like the game like i watched my buddy play it a lot and i was like you like this and I don't. Like there was nothing for me. Right. So but yeah. I'd rather experience it through someone else because it is a hard game. True. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thank you for the very um uh good question. Turn down for what? Yeah. 
All right, Joe Coleslaw wants to know with WrestleMania coming up this week, what blood feud, what what blood feud would you want to be resolved on the grandest stage of them all amongst video game characters? Spare me the Mario Bowser, Sonic Eggman, and Crash Neocortex. What would be the special stipulation? I, so who's going to wrestle to the death? Is that that's how wrestling works, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Everybody dies in the end. Yeah, this one might be a little different because uh, these might be a little more aggressive players than. Uh, wrestlers might be maybe um, <laughs> Your average wrestler i want a multi-tag team ladder match <laughs> featuring weapons um oh, with ratchet and clank jack and daxter um that's all, awesome. any of the buddies um that you can think oh. of like even maybe donkey and diddy can be in there i don't care like like any, super tag team right like super tag teams like you have one big one and one little one but they're all in like a ladder match Oh, and then what's I, the what's the dude from uh, Mortal Kombat with a little the thing on his the little man thing on his neck or back? Man back thing? Isn't there? Yeah, there's. A, isn't there a character in Mortal Kombat with some dude riding on somebody's head? Harry Manback? I don't. I don't. Remember, okay, maybe not. Honestly, yeah, I don't know. I wish I. Could I think help he's you. talking about Krang from Ninja Turtles. I think that's who he's talking no, about. No, it's not Krang. Not <laughs> Krang. Maybe it is Krang. I don't know. I. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I didn't play enough Mortal Kombat to know. I would like to see Splinter and Shredder. Now that you bring up Ninja Turtles, Splinter and Shredder. Splinter, I yeah, I, I could see that. And they had a video game. They did. Yeah. Yeah. I think Dylan's answer is really the best. I want to see um, the, so correct me if I'm wrong, but the Overwatch people, there are like objectively good guys and objectively bad guys in Overwatch, correct? I, Yes, for a yes. simple answer, the, I would go with fight yes. for two theoretically different teams. I I would like to see them in like a, I'm saying an eight way octagonal cage match with tag teams. It's getting it. There's like 25 characters. It's gonna be like a, It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be huge. Um, I think with weapons, um, but maybe the weapons don't kill you. They just hurt a lot, like some sort of rubber bullet weapons. Yeah, or maybe chairs, wrestling? like chairs and sledgehammers. <laughs> Done. Sledgehammers? Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I'm I mean, like rubber bullets. Dylan's like, how about a 25-pound sledge? God. The sledgehammer is like the most devastating weapon in all of professional wrestling. Everyone knows that. Think, I've never seen a wrestling match with a – like, are you talking like this – like an actual sledgehammer? Yeah, is a sledgehammer like a sledge an sledge actual move? So Shawn Michaels was out of commission for quite a number of years. Because he got his, his face Best mad. friend turned on him with a sledgehammer. Wrestling's There's, weird, man. I don't get wrestling. Too much. I'm like, I anyway. mean, whatever works. But so, uh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm down with, I'm down with all of that. I'm down. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if we're getting the question right, but I'm, I'm down oh, with all it. of that. We got, it. we nailed it. Six <laughs> nailed hot dogs. It. Six hot dogs. Yes. Yep. Let's go with it. Okay. Uh, thank you, Joe Coleslaw. Uh, final question for the week comes from Alan S. Which music-driven game is your favorite? What makes it unique from others in the category? For example, games like the Bit Trip series, Audio Surf, or Beat Saber, which he is guessing is my favorite. Um, so that's actually not my favorite. It's really, really good, and I absolutely love it. But my favorite music or uh, rhythm-based game of all time is Amplitude. That came out yeah. on the PS2 back in 2005, 2004. Oh, shoot. Maybe even earlier than that. 2002. That's a good game. That's a really good game. And what I liked about it is that it was a game that had very familiar music where a lot of music anymore, like especially the Beat Sabers or uh, the new Amplitude that came out. It's not bad music, but it's all very cookie cutter. Uh, 
EDM y kind of stuff, which is totally my jam and I love that kind of music. It's great, but it's very basic. Uh, Beat Saber is the one exception to where, even though it was like, you know, produced either by their team or by people specifically for this game, they're really, really solid tracks. Um, some of them are a bit too similar for me, but the Pop Stars KDA song, um, uh, the Pop Star song by KDA in Beat Saber is really good. <laughs> so, so good. Um, but yeah, and I, I really, Amplitude, absolutely, hands down my favorite music driven rhythm game. Donkey Kong I, Jungle uh, Beats. Oh, good call. <laughs> Do you have the did you have the Congos? No, but I've definitely played it before with somebody that had it. Right? Was it fu- was it that fun? I don't know. Oh, you played it. <laughs> like when it came out. On so the that was GameCube. only 12 years ago. Oh, go, that was GameCube. Yeah. It was like 15 years ago, 16 years ago. <laughs> wow. I actually go with Guitar Hero though. That's my real answer. Yeah, it would be like I loved Guitar Hero and Rock Band. I put a ton of time into both of those. Um, and I also was a huge Audio Surf fan. Like I got Audio Surf um, right after my kid was born. It was one of the few games I could play, like holding a baby in one hand and using the keys to play Audio Surf on the other hand. So I played a ton of Audio Surf. I love that game came out. I mean, my kid's 11 now. So that game came out probably 11 years ago. It was one of the, the first games I remember having like online um, leaderboard. So you could actually upload because you uploaded your own songs to that. So you'd upload an MP3 and then you'd play that song. And then if another person beat your score, like you'd get an email like, hey, dude, someone beat your score on AudioSurf for X song. Why don't you go beat them? I thought that was really cool. Um, But the game I'm actually going to shout out is a game called 140. I'm trying to remember who made it. It was just like a dude. I think he worked for Double Fine, I want to say. And it's actually like a, a... rhythm-based platformer so when you're playing the game everything in that level goes with the beat so like you know the platforms that fall fall in time to the beat of the music you're listening to all the bad guys all the all the bosses move and shoot in with the beat of the game it's really really fun you can pick up for like five bucks most of the time on steam um it's short it's like maybe I'm going to say like 60 to 90 minutes long, but it's a really, really fun, just music platformer game. Very cool. Nice. Well, thank you for the question, Alan. Thank you for the questions, everybody else. If you have questions for us, you can always, like I said, drop them in our Discord uh, or on Facebook, Twitter, or, um, you know, there's ways. There's ways. Smoke just find it. Figure it out. You guys are good at that. Um, Okay, so let's wrap it up real quick with some cheap free games. There are a lot of them. Um, and I actually think I just got two notifications on my phone from Game Pass, so we'll start there. Uh, Game Pass, as of April 1st, and this is not an April Fool's Day joke, ha ha ha, uh, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Now, this is the, the, the fighting game, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I remember they played, I've played those in the arcades. Yeah, they're cool. Uh, they're really, really good. Um, so if you're a Marvel fan and a Capcom fan, which I am, and I think we Who all are, well, I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, so that's available as of April 1st and available on day of our podcast being available is Minecraft. So you can have another copy of it, Cliff. 
if you're one of the four people that has not bought Minecraft yet, that would be me. pretty cool. It, uh, you get Minecraft, but you also get a bunch of like, I don't want to say DLC because that's not quite the right thing, but a stuff. bunch of like downloadable stuff and map packs and, um, cosmetic stuff. Sounds it like actually DLC comes with a, a bunch of Minecraft stuff. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. That's cool. Um, so yeah, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, Infinite is there as of April 1st and as of the day of our podcast going up, April 4th, Minecraft. Uh, over on Twitch Prime, if you have Amazon Prime, that means you have Twitch Prime, which means you get a bunch of stuff this month. I assume it's this month or at least right now. A game called yep. Her Story. It's a really cool interactive, um, like it's it's one of the new games that actually mixes FMV into stuff. It's very cool. Oh, okay. Uh, a game called Inner Space, which was one of my favorite 80s movies of all time. <laughs> Does anybody remember the movie? No. With Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan? Nope. And uh, uh, Martin Short? Nope. Oh my gosh. Y'all need to see it. It's it's really stupid, but it's stupid fun. Uh, right. Joggernauts. <laughs> It's fun to we say. We played this at PAX. It's really hard. Me and my kid and Dylan's wife played it together, and we were – I don't Terrible. know if I've ever been as bad at a game. It was so bad. It's really it, – it does something that you've never done in a game before. So True. that's – it really challenges your brain. And I think you definitely – if you played it for a while, you'd probably get a lot yeah. better at it. But Eff- Effectively, it's an endless runner. You're like – I don't know. Like, think of yourself as like a – three people or four people up to four people running together in a row and each of you is the different color and the game just runs for you but there's barriers you have to get through and the way you get through a barrier is by pushing the person with the right color to the front so if i'm purple and i have to get through a purple barrier then i need to push myself to the front of the line um but then it might immediately go to a pink barrier and you have to push the pink person forward it's 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 like like patting your head and rubbing your stomach at the same time. Like there's something about the process of it that feels that way, where you just can't quite get your brain there. It's real fun, but man, it was rough. <laughs> Good to know. Well, if you're a Twitch Prime subscriber, you can get that. It's called Joggernauts. And finally, uh, Keep in Mind Remastered. I didn't know there. I didn't know there was Keep in Mind. That was the name of the game. What? Keep in mind. You weren't keeping in mind. Oh yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Never, never mind. <laughs> keep in mind. Yeah, no. It's called Keep in Mind Remastered. Uh, so yeah, do that. Head on over to your Twitch account and you can click on the little crowny thing up there in your notifications and you can, uh, claim all that ish, uh, on the humble bundle, which we are an official humble bundle partner. If you go to bite slash humble, you can see uh, links to all these and please purchase through our little affiliate link. That would be super awesome because you still support us and you still support all the charities and stuffs and things. Uh, up first is a humble Bandai Namco bundle. Oh, I said it. Good job. You Humble Bandai Namco, right? Da-da, da-da. You didn't do it the second time. Right? And I'm honestly only kind of intrigued with the first uh, level, the dollar level, uh, if you want to look at it. Uh, Enslaved Odyssey to the West, which I've always, always, always wanted to play, but I've never played it. Has anybody played this? No, it kind of looked interesting to me at one point in my life. I remember it. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, that looks really good. And then I know this game was super popular and got really great uh, reviews and a lot of people love it is Pac-Man Championship Edition DX. That is – you can get that for as a dollar. One dollar. Oh, I'm like, what just – who messaged me? Um, and then Impact Winter. I have no idea what this game is or anything about it, but it's got – It looks like a survival kind of game. I'm into that. Uh, so that's a dollar. If you jump all the way up to $9.74, you will also pick up a great game, which I already have, Little Nightmares. If you don't have it, super, super good. 
Um, 11-11 memories retold. Don't know. But nope. Something Canada. Some, oh, oh, no, some, you leave Canada. Something Canada. Western Front in Europe. World War II. Oh, okay. Uh, get Evan. Not Get Shorty. It's weird Brother yeah. Evan. Don't I don't know, know about this game either. Looks weird. Yeah. Um, and then also Project Cars, which I've heard good things about. Yeah. Uh, and then if you pay $15 or more, you'll unlock God, God Eater 2 Rage Burst, which I think I actually already have. Um, and I don't, <laughs> if you want the most extreme sounding game ever. And it's right? real weird. Um, and also Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet, which I, I've never you played that. Sword also, art. weird. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've heard of Sword Art Online. Look at my Sword Art. Um, but if you want to pay $25, you'll also get all those plus Tekken 7, which is a yeah. really, 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 really great game. Yeah, I, I hear love, good I stuff about that. Games. Uh, so that uh, is a lot of fun. I suppose we should point out this month, too, if you're buying stuff, I believe uh, through the entire month of April, they're supporting Extra Life when you oh, buy cool. from these guys. Yeah. Nice. Um, other Humble Bundle is the Humble Classic Video Game Book Bundle. Uh, let's check that out, shall we? For a dollar or more. Yeah, you don't, there's what? like a million of these, so you don't oh, have to wow. go through all. Yeah. Um, these are all games. Of, they're all books about video games um, from like very interesting standpoints. Um, I read the Final Fantasy V one, and it was super, super interesting. And they're all written by um, either like games journalists or people that are really close to the games. They're they're just really interesting. Like if you want to learn the history of Earthbound or Mega Man Three or Final Fantasy or Metal Gear or Baldur's Gate. Hmm. Uh, they're just really cool books to pick up. They're all seems like they're, you know, short ish. These aren't like 9,000 page tomes on things, but they're, it's a really interesting way to get into learning a little about the history of video games. I'm going to, I'm going to buy the $15 uh, bundle because they're just, they're cool to read. Cool. I might check that out. Uh, so yeah, that's the humble classic video game book bundle. And like I said, you can find those links to those at bite slash humble B-Y-T-E-Me podcast.com slash humble. Um, yeah, if you have a Switch Online membership, so I'm going to do these backwards. So Good, if yeah. you don't have a Switch Online membership, but you have Amazon Prime and you've been thinking about getting the Switch Online membership, good. Um, you can get the uh, you can get up to a year free of the Switch Online membership for I think it's a family membership as well. I, I think don't think so. I can't remember. Um, but you can get up to 12 months of Nintendo Switch online for free with an Amazon Prime membership. If you've been sitting on the fence and not sure whether or not you're going to do it, you should definitely do it uh, because right now it's free. And everybody has Amazon Prime. is weird. It is. Um, so if you are a Twitch Prime member, um, you go in and it says, okay, you're eligible for three months worth of of switch prime and then three months later you can go in and get your remaining nine months um and it's to stop people from getting a free amazon prime membership and getting 12 months free so you can still get the three months free if you don't have amazon prime you can go get their free membership and get three months of switch online but if you are a member of amazon prime you have to do it in this weird like get three months free and then get nine months free yeah i mean that's it's it's weird but it's there for a reason Totally makes so, sense. Yeah. It just like when I first got in, I'm like, well, why can't I just get 12 months free? They said it was 12 months mm-hmm. and, and you can, you just have to do it in two steps. Right. So when you get a free switch member of online membership, you will be able to access a trove, a treasure trove of old school NES games. Uh, like we, what, there's Super Mario one, two, three, there's Zelda one and two. Mega there, Man. Mega Man. Is Mega Man on there? I think Mega Man two. Maybe. 
Um, there's also like super ghouls and or ghouls and ghosts or ghosts and goblins or whatever the hell it's called. Maybe. Um, <laughs> Maybe and, and this month you get Super Mario Brothers: The Lost Levels, which was essentially Super Mario Brothers Two in Japan. I want to say the, the original Super Mario Two. Um, yep. So there's that, which is I remember playing this, and it was really really fun. Um, and also Punch Out featuring Mr. Dream, not Mr. Which is weird. So, like, I didn't know the history of this, but they actually had a, you know, so, like, their deal with Mike Tyson was apparently a time-limited thing. And they, by the time the, the like, renewal for it came up, he'd, he wasn't the world champion anymore. So, like, nah, we're good. And then, like, a month later, he got brought up on rape charges and went to prison. Oh, so God. then they were really like, hey, we're good. And so they just literally like <laughs> face swapped him with a character named Mr. Dream. I mean, that's that's fine. That's so weird. <laughs> right? That's fine. Uh, so yeah, so that's available. Also a game called Star Soldier, which I'm pretty sure I've never heard of. Um, I looked at it. It's a very kind of generic um, like shooter, like a, one of those like top down scrolly like shooter vertical kind of shooters? 1942 kind of, kind of games. Gotcha. Did you ever play it, Dylan? Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm not familiar. I don't think I've heard of that. All right, so there is that. And finally, if you're a Call of Duty fan and Battle Royale fan, well, Call of Duty's Blackout Battle, Roy- Battle Royale mode is free for the month of April. So you should probably go check. Now, do you have to have purchased Call of Duty to play the Blackout Battle no, Royale? No, it's actually part of it. So this is literally just a month free of the Battle Royale mode. So you don't need to buy anything. Correct. Yeah, it's just free. Uh, what I understand is that uh, Call of Duty, like the the game that this is a part of, um, four, five, seven, whatever it is, didn't sell very well. So they're trying to get people into the battle royale to to buy the the base game that it comes with. Cool. Well, sweet. Well, there is all your cheap free games for the week of April first, April Fool's Week. <laughs> um. So I think that's it. Is there anything that we didn't we didn't talk about that we need to? Nope. I don't think so. Yeah. Are you going to be in the studio next week there, Cliff? I maybe. We'll see. Yeah, I guess. I won't. Oh, that's right. Oh, Unless no, you Dylan. want me to call in from Disney. Yes. I would actually like it if you could do the entire podcast from a park bench. I'll in, do it. Um, don't tempt me, Frodo. We'll get in the <laughs> longest line and we'll record a podcast. If you could, if you could like just record your, uh, your intro to news and the intro to Vinny's question on the Incredicoaster at Pixar Pier, that would be perfect. Okay. That's a deal. <laughs> I expect no, you to edit it in. Live for uh, like Radiator Springs Racers, that's about a 90-minute wait. We could get a podcast in. Yeah. Oh, you could do it. Uh, you could do your news uh, in line for the Haunted Mansion. Ooh. Scare the crap out of people. <laughs> or do it in the actual Haunted Mansion. <laughs> All right. We are done. Uh, that's it. Make sure you find us online at bitemepodcast.com, B-Y-T-E-Mepodcast.com, slash Humble for our Humble Bundle store, slash Discord for a link to our Discord where you can uh, interact with our really fun little community that we've started. Um, you guys are awesome. Thanks for listening to us and supporting us at patreon.com slash podcast. And we've also got a Facebook group. We've got a great Twitter. Uh, we have an Instagram that now that I've started my own Instagram for my dog today officially. I can't, I can't believe you're one of those people. Now. You know, okay, so here's the thing. People were flipping me crap last night because I was like, did you see the picture of my dog? And they're like, that's all you post anymore. So I'm going to go ahead. I just had to. I had to. 
Your dog's adorable, but you you really didn't. Have you know, to. my dog's going to become an Instagram influencer. She's going to sell lots and lots of dog food, make Daddy a whole lot of money here, and I'm going to retire hella early. Thanks to my dog. I, I literally just threw up in my mouth. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. You know, dogs eat their own vomit. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so that's that. Thanks for listening. Uh, You're welcome for all that random info at the end. I think we are done. Are we done? We're done. We're done. Fight me.